As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm sorry, you can the sit athletic. there and look and play with all your silly machines as much as you like. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I think! Brilliant! And time, and time again. Break up the music. Charge a glass. This nation is going to dance all night. The Premier League era Mandela effect. A deluxe journeyman striker. BBC goal of the season. Subjects of the rants of Keys and Grey. Wikipedia style of play subsections. And phrases you only hear in football. Brought to your ears by The Athletic. This is the Football Clichés Quiz 4. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 155 of the Football Clichés podcast and the return of the Football Clichés quiz. I'm Adam Hurry and with me first of all is reigning champion and indeed intertotally quiz semi-finalist Charlie Eccleshare. How's it going? Good. Yeah, a lot of quizzing today with that semi-final and this uh, and I feel nervous. Quizzes are very nerve-wracking. So Excited but also nervous, especially up against such a formidable opponent. Yes, you should be nervous because no one has ever defended their cliches quiz title. Ollie Kay relinquished his inaugural title to Jack Pitbrook, who in turn lost an epic battle with you back in December. You could be the first to retain the cliches quiz title up against you today. The standout challenger, a reigning Opta quiz champion, a football cliches devotee. James Moore, you know the ropes. I know the ropes. Yeah. I've listened to two of these quizzes this morning in preparation, which you told me was a complete waste of time. So. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it helps or not. It might help you get the vibe, but will it give you the knowledge? Not sure. As always on the Clichés Quiz, five rounds of various formats, which I will explain as we go through. If you're playing along at home, you will need to choose either the James route or the Charlie route, and then you will have roughly the same number of points as, or opportunities to score points as everybody else. So let's, let's get cracking with round one. Round one is one of our treasured rounds of the Football Clichés Quiz. It's the Mandela effect. Things you thought happened but actually didn't. And you will, you will, we'll take turns on this one. You'll each get five questions. James, you're the challenger, so we'll start with you. 
Which of these players has never played for Manchester City? Rolando Bianchi, Corrado Grabi, or Bernardo Corradi? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So one of one of those has played for Blackburn, and the other two played for Man City. I think that's right. I think it was Grabby that played for Blackburn and the other two played for City. I'm hoping. What's your answer? Grabby. Corrado Grabby is correct. <laughs> this is from his Wikipedia page. Despite his unsuccessful spell at Blackburn Rovers, Grabby still has a cult following with fans of the club. Open bracket citation needed. <laughs> um, but yeah, solid start. James, you are on the board straight away. Charlie, this is your first question. Which of these Republic of Ireland internationals has never played for Aston Villa? Shay Given, Stephen Ireland... Or Stephen Reed. Reedy. Again with Stephen Reed. Yeah. Stephen Reed is correct. 1-1. One, one. James, your second question of round one. Which of these Football League goal machines has never played in the Premier League? Nicky Forster, Jamie Curiton, or Aaron McLean? Oof. I th- Aaron McLean, McLean, I think, might have played for Hull one season in the Premier League. So, sorry, who were the, was it Curiton and Forster? Nicky Forster, Jamie Curiton or Aaron McLean? Uh, one of those two must have played for Reading in the Premier League. But I reckon it was... Um, I'll say Curiton didn't play in the Premier League. Jamie Curiton has played in the Premier League for oh, Norwich. Oh, God. All the way back in the early days. Um, oh, God. Uh, Nicky Forster was the answer you were looking for. Aaron McLean, you were correct on Aaron McLean. Can he I did play for Hull. Half a point for that? Nope. So, Charlie, you can take an early advantage in the cliches quiz with your second question of round one. Which of these very relegated players has never been relegated from the Premier League? Danny Gavidon, Linvoy Primus, or Chris Kirkland? Oh, God. I reckon I know this. Which of these very relegated yeah. players has never been relegated from the Premier League? Danny Gavidon, Linvoy Primus, or Chris Kirkland? Chris I feel... I'm just thinking whether Kirkland would still have been at... I know Al Habsi, or I think Al Habsi was the starting keeper, but I don't know if Kirkland would still have been knocking around. But I'll go Primus. I feel like he must have moved on from Portsmouth. Livoy Primus is correct. Danny Gabadon relegated with West Ham. Chris Kirkland relegated with Coventry, I believe, back in the day. Livoy Primus uh, managed to survive with Portsmouth. And so Charlie leads 2-1... James, this is your third question of round one. Which of these very own goalie players has never scored a Premier League own goal? Uh-huh. Phil Jones, Roger Johnson, or Tal Ben Haim? I feel like there was a season where Roger Johnson scored a few own goals. It must have been that Birmingham relegation season, maybe. I'm, I'm going to say Phil Jones just because I don't think you would have picked Tal Ben Haim out. Oh, wait, does that mean it's more or less likely? Oh, God. I'm so far in my own head already. Good mind games. Um, yeah, with myself. Yeah. Living rent-free in your own head. Buy <laughs> <laughs> uh, to rent in your own head. <laughs> now, let's say Tal Ben Haim hasn't scored an own goal in the Premier League. Great working from you. You've conquered your mind games. Tal Ben Haim is correct. 2-2. But here's Charlie's third question. Charlie, which of these very hat-tricky players has never scored a Premier League hat-trick? Robbie Keane, Danny Ings, or Yakubu? Which of those have never scored a Premier League hat-trick? Slight adjudication panel on whether these any player is hat-tricky, but, you know, needs must. Needs must. I'll go Danny Ings. 
Danny Ings is correct. One of the highest scoring Premier League players yet to notch a hat-trick in the top flight. Charlie leads 3-2. James, this is your fourth question of round one. Which of these very Harry Redknappy fullbacks <laughs> has never played under Harry Redknapp? There we go. Jimmy Traore, Fabio De Silva, or Paul Konchesky? Ooh, right. Fa- Fabio played at QPR, I think, and that would have been under Redknapp. I, like the other tro- another Traore played under Redknapp at Pompey. Is it uh, Armand Traore, I think it was? He played for Pompey. So I don't know if that's the trick you're going for, but I can't think where Paul Konchesky... Paul Konchesky, Charlton... West Ham way after Redknapp left. Spurs way before Redknapp was there. Liverpool. Was he at QPR at some point? Harry Redknapp didn't manage Billericay. I just can't... And he feels and he feels very Redknapp, but it, Paul Konchesky never played Harry Redknapp. Correct. 3-3. Charlie, this is your fourth question of round one. Which of these very Tony Pulisy English strikers has never played under Tony Pulis? Ricky Lambert, James Beattie, or Grant Holt? Easy. Can we stop that, please? It's not a tennis podcast, mate. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, not in the spirit of the... Uh, okay. Well, I know Beattie did. But um, what's the anecdote that makes you so certain of that, out of interest? Oh, yeah, of course. Not sure what we can say for legal reasons, but yeah, some sort of contretemps. I will say Grant Holt didn't. Grant Holt is correct. 4-3, Charlie Eccleshare. Here are your last two questions of the round each. James, which of these managers has never managed in the Premier League? Nigel Clough, Michael Laudrup, or Carlos Carvalhal? Right, so... Michael Laudrup definitely did. I just don't think that I just don't think that Nigel Clough did. Has at any point. I just can't think where. And I and Carver Hall kind of pop, must have popped up at. Was it was he at Swansea in the Premier League? Is that what this is? Is this the question? I, I'm going to say I'm going to say Clough hasn't managed in the Premier League. Hmm. You've conquered the psychological minefield there. Nigel Clough is correct. My other options for this were Cesare Prandelli, and Bert Van Marwijk. <laughs> I didn't think either of them were particularly challenging, so I went for Nigel Clough, but, um, but you, you saw through it. You saw through it. It's four all, but Charlie, you can reclaim your advantage at the end of round one. Which of these former Premier League managers has never managed a club in Turkey or China? Oh, fuck off. Which of these former Premier League managers has never managed a club in Turkey or China? Ron Atkinson, Dick Advocat, or Slaven Bilic? <laughs> Uh, Never managed in Turkey or China, but they have managed in the Premier League. I think Big Ron did at some point. I don't actually know that for sure. Um, who are the other two? Possible answers are Ron Atkinson, yeah. Dick Advocat, or Slaven Bilic. Go Advocat. Managed uh, in Turkey, I'm afraid. Did he? As did Slaven Bilic. Ron Atkinson has not managed oh. in Turkey or China. Brief stint at Atletico Madrid, of course, under Jesus Gill, but did not venture. Bollocks. It's a shame that that uh, Carvajal one was more tempting. But it'll all even itself out over the course of the quiz. Yeah. Four all. Four all at the end of round one. Let me just fill in my little score sheet. Charlie Eccleshare four, James Moore four. As we go into round two. Oh, if we draw, by the way, I remember last time Jack suggesting that was rebuffed that the you hold on. I mean, I disagree with that. I completely disagree with that. Just, uh, just, just, Just putting it out there. 
it's not fun and we won't be doing that um, this is him, go- him going to the corner flag already after the first round yeah, it's shocking isn't Pathetic. it shocking isn't it he thought he, he might shake you off in round one but he hasn't it's 4-4 here's round two and it's miscellaneous question one will be in a penalty shootout format you will each take it in turns to guess so I will ask you this question and James you will guess first as the challenger if you guess correctly Charlie will then have to guess correctly too to stay in the game if he is wrong you get the points if you're wrong and he gets it he gets the points let's go your question quite simply is james the clubs of samuel eto <laughs> all you need to do is give me one club that samuel eto played for in his career either on a permanent basis or on loan uh barcelona barcelona is correct charlie ecochet chelsea chelsea is correct james moore inter inter is correct charlie uh, Surprising this uh, Real Madrid Correct First club of his career uh, James Real Mallorca Real Mallorca on loan in 2000 And then joined him on a permanent basis This is like the FA Cup draw isn't it I won't do that anymore <laughs> Charlie um, Wait so what have we got so far Chelsea Not telling you uh, Chelsea Oh um, Everton Everton is correct James Getting into the real dregs now. I think he played for Angie. Angie McCatchcolor. Good pronunciation. And indeed, he did play for Angie McCatchcolor between 2011 and 2013. Yeah, I was thinking, what was that? I knew he went to one of those sorts of clubs. Real um, tipping point for the question here. I sense. I sense. We are down to the real dregs. I don't think I've got one. Uh, Might have to hazard a guess. Somewhere in Turkey, it's a Turkish club, um, I think. Uh, Antalya Spor. Antalya Spor is correct. Fuck off. Fuck off. You know, if I was he's gone into I his, thought... he's gone into his mind palace, and his mind palace is called fucking Wikipedia. That is bollocks. I can't this be bothered not, to enforce any anti-cheating rules. Nonsense. I assume he's not cheating. Charlie doesn't strike me as. Of course, I'm not. Oh my and, uh, god. James, this hands it back over to you. Um, Shanghai, whatever they're called. <laughs> Shenhua. Shanghai, whatever. Shanghai, Shenhua. Not correct. Not correct. Charlie, you can win it with this. If you don't get this right, with James having failed, none of you will get the points. Not none of you two will get the points. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably um, Al Ali. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. If that's right, I'll be so annoyed. <laughs> Al Ackley, which I believe you were going for, seems like a really good attempt, I guess. It seems like you're, you're I mean, you're probably accounting for at least three countries with that. <laughs> has you, has, he, has no, you read it wrong? Is, 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 that, is that a club? I think it Al is a club. Ackley, Syria have an Al Ackley, Egypt have one. Oh, that's Egypt. quite clever then. It's covering quite a... UAE, yeah. Uh, but it's not correct, sadly. Ah. Um, you could have had Leganes on loan in 97-98, Espanyol on loan in 1999, Sampdoria 2015, Konyaspor was the other Turkish club 2018, and Qatar SC in 2018. That's who I was thinking of with Aladi. Yeah, not not too far away. No points awarded for that one. The score remains 4-4 as you go into question two of round two. It's penalty shootout sudden death once again. Charlie, you go first this time, because James began the last one. I want you to tell me, in order, the voices that feature in the Football Clichés theme tune. I will not accept a name oh. out of order. You have to tell me the first one. I'm, that's really hard, because I... Slightly offended, but yeah, fine. F- for my sins, I tend to whiz on the, uh, the intro. 
I never thought I'd be outed for that. Does this play into James Moore's hands, I wonder? No. <laughs> so he has to go with the first person and then I have to go with the second person. Is that what this is? No, you, if, he gets, if he doesn't get it, you have to tell me the first one. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. Brought to your ears. That's my voice. Yep. Do you not count? <laughs> no, but no, I don't I count. consider Sorry. you a comment. I consider you a very important commentator on The Beautiful Game. I don't consider my voice to be part of the theme tune, and I think that's fair. Okay. It's an introductory thing. Uh, I'm, I can't get Peter Jury charged your glass. I'm going to go Peter Jury. Incorrect. Got James works. Moore, are you we, can take the point. Are we also discounting Alan Shearer saying The Athletic? Yes, we are, because that's not part of the theme tune. Uh, Producer Dave has reminded me that it is maybe part of the Athletic Network well, I think Alan Shearer uh, jingle. would feel quite differently not about part that. Of the theme tune. And an esteemed not part of the theme tune. pundit as well. You'll have listened to this twice today. <laughs> i listened to it twice today. Is it Ron Atkinson? <laughs> Ron Atkinson is correct! Uh, you can sit there and play, well, look, play with all your silly machines as much, much as you like. like. God, Ron Atkinson's James really Moore. fucked me this, um, this quiz. Mm. Twice over. Ron Atkinson is correct, followed by Barry Davis, Martin Tyler, Jonathan Pierce, John Motson, Andy Gray, and indeed Peter Drury. That's what I meant James- last. Yeah. You know, you know what was good about that question? Charlie couldn't look it up on the internet. James Moore leads 5-4 after two questions of round two. Question three. You will need to shout your name as soon as you know the answer to this. It's fastest mouths first, please. This is a genuinely fucking brilliant question. I'm so delighted I've got this. Are you ready with your names? Yes. In 2006, Ian Wright became the first and indeed only footballer to win this annual award, whose other winners since 1976 include Barbara Windsor... James! Rear of the Year. Rear of the Year. Rear of the Year is correct. Incredible. Well done. Ian Wright won Rear of the Year in 2006, also won by Barbara Windsor, Frank Skinner, Carol Vorderman twice. Can I just say, that was in my head before even Barbara Windsor. Mm. Last awarded in 2019, not held since. Not yeah, it's sure been discontinued, hasn't it? Yeah. I think it's political correctness gone mad. I'm not sure. I think it kind of it was, it was for charity as well, so it like it overcame that. And uh, yeah, once they made it a dual men and women thing, I think it I think it was all right. But yeah, um, not sure why. I'll have to get in touch with the organisers. But James Morley six four after three questions of round two. Question four is split into two. You'll each get a question each. So you both potentially could win a point here. James, you go first. Who scored the last BBC goal of the season that wasn't from open play? This is a nightmare. And I promise this is true. When you told me yesterday you wanted me to come on this quiz, I was genuinely looking at that Wikipedia page last night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure if that helps for the other question. I I don't think it does. turns out closely you looked at it. Last BBC goal of the season year that wasn't from open play. That wasn't from open play. I want the scorer, please. Do, do, you don't need to give do, me anything else. Do, do, just the scorer. Paul Gascoigne. What, 1991? Yeah. A long, long time ago. Well, I mean, the I'm... answer you were looking for was Maynard Figueroa. Wigan was versus Stoke. Oh, yeah. It was. I double-checked because I wasn't sure, but then I checked, yeah. It was one of those ones where the ball sort of, sort of came, to a, came mm. to a stop and he didn't even have to place it. He ran straight onto it. Just as an aside, that goal should not have won goal of the season. Oh, it's complete bollocks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we covered that at length. Before, um, (laughs) Charlie, you can reduce the arrears to a point with your fourth question of round two. Charlie, there have been six BBC commentators who have only commentated on one goal of the season since 1970. (laughs) John Motson has commentated on 16. Barry Davis has seven. But six commentators have only commentated on one. 
All I need is one of their names. This is a much easier it's, it's question. Difficult yeah. It's difficult and easy, James. Well, no, it's, it's, it's not. Give and take. Well, when, when, when he's answered and got it right, I'll give you like three different ones. Oh, okay. If you know it, well, that's, that's, oh, that's, your, that's your issue. I'll go Tony Gubber. Tony Gubber is not correct. No! Tony Gubber has commented on multiple BBC was... goals of the season. James, Gerald Sinstad. Close the Wikipedia tab and tell us. <laughs> I'm not, not going to open. <laughs> Simon Brotherton. Also not correct. Ah, well, there you go. Uh, the answers were Gerald Sinstad, I said John Roder, since there was my other one. Bollocks. Jonathan Pierce, funnily enough. Alan Parry, pre-Sky. Alan Green. Martin Fisher. Oh, Sinstad was the other one in my head. It's 50-50. Mm. What, what a thing to have on your CV, though. But um, the score remains 6-4 as we go into question five of round two. Back to penalty shootouts again. Sudden death. James, I believe it's your turn to go first in the penalty shootout. I want you to tell me the presenters of Football Focus... Since 1974, you don't even have to do that. You don't oh, have to do them in order. Okay. You can just give me a name. Okay. Uh, focus. Alex Scott does it now. So can we start there? Is that right? Oh God. Alex Scott. Alex Scott. Alex Scott. 2021 to present <laughs> is correct. Charlie Eckershire. Dan Walker. Dan Walker. 2009 to 2021. Quite the stint. Correct. James Moore. Gary Lineker must have done it, right? Do you want me to say that more definitively so you can... Yeah, I, I won't accept questions as answers. Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker, 1996 to 1999, including the bit where it was in one of these big virtual balls and he was presenting from inside it. Uh, Charlie Oakeshire, back to you. Ray Stubbs. Ray Stubbs, 1999 to 2004. The King. We're level in the shootout once again. James, your turn. Uh, I will accept guest presenters, ooh. by the way. I'm not sure that was, that was really a technicality that was in your heads. Uh... I, I had feeling Jackie Oatley has done Football Focus, I think. Jackie Oatley. Jackie Oatley is not listed on my list of permanent or guest presenters of Football Focus. Charlie, if you get this next answer correct, you will take the point and reduce the arrears to one. What's he looking at, I wonder? I don't yeah. I've written. I can show you my... <laughs> just uh, written down the names. Of... Yeah. Fine, no problem. Uh, I'm gonna... Football Focus annually. <laughs> <laughs> Knew this would come in handy. Uh, I get, I'm going to go as a guest, Adrian Childs. Yeah, that's going to be right. Incorrect. Really? Incorrect. The points are not awarded once again. Um, permanent options you could have had. Bob Wilson, 1974 to 1994. Steve Ryder, 94 oh, to 96. Ryder. Underrated. Yeah, good voice. 2004 to 2009, Manish Basin. Should have got Manish. Among the guest presenters, Seema Jaswal, Elib Barber, Mark Chapman, Jake Humphrey and Mark Pugach all covering during various events and tournaments. But uh, no points for either of you. The score remains. Charlie 4, James 6. Let's go into round 3. Round 3 is the audio round, the highly acclaimed audio round. Sad to say, my father has not recorded some commentary for you this time. Um, we're on to more familiar Football Clichés territory. The format is thus. You will have to shout out your name as soon as you know what the clip pertains to, and we will stop the clip and you will have to give an answer if you get it wrong the other person will have the opportunity to give the correct answer right question one which season does this erratic supercut of premier league years pertain to from all corners of the world all eyes this weekend on the greatest show on earth Manchester United narrowly avoided a second defeat of the season as they made the short trip across to Blackburn Always a favourite with the die-hard football fan, Fanzone reached an early season peak with the memorable Portsmouth versus Fulham 4-3 humdinger. James. 
James Moore thinks he knows. What is it? 2003-2004. Incorrect. Continue, Clip. You know, they've got the break on the day. We've scored a really good goal. Um, there wasn't enough football out there for me today to get excited about that game. Thousands of people gathered in Rome, St. Peter's Square to mourn the death of Pope John Paul II. Charlie, you're big on your popes. Yeah, <laughs> Pope John Paul II. I think that happened in 2005, so I'm going to go 0405. 0-4-0-5 is correct. 0405 is correct. You're back to within a point of James Moore. Question two in round three of the audio round. Which season of Premier League years does this clip relate to? Just the beginning in a season where the football authorities would often take more of the limelight than the football itself. So Campbell gets it away. It's lovely to see Leicester back in the Premier. Charlie. Charlie Ecosher believes he has it. Charlie, tell me. 94-95. Yeah, fuck. Yes, indeed. It is 94-95. What made you think that? Her line saying that it was the year the football authorities, because loads happened, and then Keegan talking about Leicester, I remember him giving a really earnest into about, uh, great to have them back in the Premier League. Sensational work. Well done, well done to you. The score is six all after two questions of round three. But we're changing tack now. I wonder if this plays into one of your hands. I'm not sure. Question three of round three. Who are Richard Keyes and Andy Gray discussing in this clip? I have removed the person's name in question. Everything else remains intact. Shout your name as soon as you know who they're talking about. Second half, it very nearly became masterclass. It ended with showing absolutely no class. None whatsoever. Bad enough that he leapt up looking for a fight, but then to go provoking the fans in that manner. Why does he have to do that? Why? Because he's... Charlie. Charlie, in right of the death there. Eccleshare? Joey Barton? No. James, would you like to hazard a guess? Uh, I'm assuming not Cantona. It's not Eric Cantona. The answer is Jose Mourinho, facing oh. the Chelsea fans. Um, he said masterclass, Manchester didn't United he? manager. Yeah. He held up three fingers to the Chelsea fans to demand more respect. Um, the score remains 6-all. We'll be going to question four of round three. Who are Richard Keyes and Andy Gray <laughs> discussing here? Would it, do you think Liverpool would swap with Bobby Firmino? Well, he's, that's a very good question, but I, no, I don't think they would because they, they, they the style everything of play that Liverpool do tends to creatively yes, the go style through. of play I mean, is different. Would Manchester United take? Yes. Would City? Yes. All day long. Uh, would Arsenal? Oh, you bet. No, we're not the saying, best. We're not saying a so, around the so you don't, yes. you don't yeah. think Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang? No. Wrong side of 30. No. James. James Moore? Harry Kane? Harry Kane is correct. Excellent work. Excellent work. I thought that was quite quite nicely poised, that one. That makes it 7-6 to James Moore as you go into the last question of the audio round, round three. Who are Richard Keyes and Andy Gray discussing here? What, what about this little bit of showboating uh, the other night? <laughs> Every picture tells a story, I think. <laughs> That's about all I can say. Um, there is no place for this. No. Cut it out. That, for me, about, is no. nonsense. I'm, I'm staggered, honestly. There's not, there's not a lot of things leave me speechless. That's very close. I knew it would. That's very close. <laughs> wow. Sorry, uh, No. It's extraordinary. No. James. James Moore, stealing in. Have you got it? Is it Yogi Love's uh, World Cup nut scratch? 
No, it's not. Interesting, interesting logic, but no, it's not. Charlie, um, you can have a short time to have a guess. Otherwise, I will I'll, reveal all. I'll, I'll go Neymar. Neymar isn't correct. I think you went too literal on the showboating. It was, in fact, referee John Moss having Mossy <laughs> written on his boots. <laughs> Rather cruelly, I took out the reference to referee's chief Mike Riley there because I thought it would make it too easy. Interesting quiz so far. James clinging on to his lead. 7-6 now. Mm-hmm. At the end of round three. How are you feeling, James? Uh, yeah, pretty relaxed, pretty relaxed. Charlie, you feeling under pressure? Um, I think the pressure's on James. He's got the lead. Mm. I realise this is very much the uh, European Super Cup to the Champions League that is the intertotally, but um, still, let's continue. We're into round four. So how many more rounds are there and how many more points are <laughs> there? <laughs> uh, there are so five can, rounds. Just so I can pace myself. There are five rounds and there are ten more points available each. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Brought to your ears by The Athletic. This is Football Clichés. Going into round four then, the penultimate round. James leads 7-6. Here we go. You will have a question each for this one. Five each, in fact. Uh, Let's begin with James. I'm going to read you a style of play subsection from someone's Wikipedia page. And I want you to tell me who that player is. Here's your first one, James. Known for his technical ability and physical presence, Player X is celebrated for being a ball-playing centre-back. Teammates and coaches have praised his composure with the ball, defensive skills, range of passing and versatility and vision. Julian Lescott said of his ability, X can do things most defenders can't. A little feign here and there, maybe a turn to get out of trouble when he needs to. And that's what's going to set him apart from the others. He'll do his job and defend well, but there will be moments when he does something special and you'll just go, ah, that's why he's regarded as the best. He doesn't seem to get phased by anything and always seems calm and he never hides. I'm going to take that Lescott quote as the biggest clue and assume it's a 
Man City or former Man City defender, and I'm going to say company, Vincent Company. It's John Stones. Oh, I'm fucking going to say John Stones because of bloody Everton. <laughs> oh. Wow. No one thinks John. By the way, no one thinks John Stones is the best. That's absolutely ludicrous. What's Les got going on about? I know. It's, this is good. This. I, I actually didn't think of the Everton angle. Oh, so that, that, was the that, got, that was the point. That was the point. That I went easy. from Stones to Company was when you that idiot said that. Wow, Charlie, you can draw level here with your first question of round four. From whose Wikipedia subsection of style of play does this passage get? Player X is renowned for his versatility. Across his career, X has played as a central midfielder, a defensive midfielder, and as an attacking midfielder, as well as on the wing and as a fullback, with X's preferred position being as a central midfielder. X is regarded as being a tenacious footballer. Former manager Y, who managed X at Club Z, described him as the most complete English player in the modern game praising his all-round ability, commitment, performance level and versatility. Do I not get the... How come Le- was is the name too big a giveaway? Uh, in the first question, Julian Lescott was... An, it, it, it seemed to me an unrelated okay. um, person to quote. In this case, it, it, it is too close to home. That's someone really obvious, I'm sure. If Lescott yeah, yeah, gate goes down as the, con- the controversy of this quiz. I'm furious. Shit quiz this I'm furious. Be. And he prefers to play as a central midfielder and he's not... Oh, Steven Gerrard. Incorrect. But not massively miles away. The answer is James Milner. James believes he would have got that. The score remains 7-6 to James as we go to question two of round four. James, here you go. During the early part of his career, player X's sometimes over-enthusiastic playing style, which he later described as rampaging, caused him disciplinary problems. He later developed into a solid and dependable all-round player, characterised as an honest trier who made the absolute most of limited natural ability. In his prime, he was particularly noted for his calm and deliberate passing of the ball and his ability to control it under pressure, often with his chest. At the time, Mark Wright of Liverpool was said to be the only other centre-back able to match X's level of skill in these areas. I mean, I feel like that really dates it, obviously. I I, I mean, a centre-back famed for controlling the ball with his chest in presumably like the late 80s early 90s for some reason i've got neil ruddock in my head but that might just be like my sort of standard sort of predisposition uh, neil ruddock no the answer steve bruce rampaging world famous chester downer steve bruce yeah i guess that was his kind of norwich days charlie i don't know but yeah steve bruce uh, Charlie, once again, you have the opportunity to draw level with your second question of round four. Player X has been described as the dirtiest player in the Premier League, a style reflected in the high number of fouls he's committed during his career. He received 39 bookings of three red cards during his time at Club Y. His physical approach was occasionally criticised by former manager Zed as excessive. I'm struggling to, d- to differentiate there between Barton and Catamole. Um... I don't know the disciplinary records well enough. I'll go Catamol. It's Joey Barton. No, oh, that's so annoying. That's Jones. really annoying. Still 7-6 ahead as we go into question three of round four. Ah. James, here is your next that and subsection of style of play from a player's Wikipedia page. Who is this? In addition to his favoured playmaking role through the centre of the pitch behind the forwards, Player X is also comfortable playing on either wing. He's also been used as a second striker on occasion. He makes up for a lack of pace with his control, technique, passing, creativity and vision, which allows him to link up with teammates and register many assists, in addition to scoring goals. A diminutive player standing at 5 foot 7 inches, he lacks significant physical strength, heading ability or aerial prowess, but he's quick, agile and nimble in his movements. Predominantly left-footed, he is also a well-known free-kick specialist, 
However, he has drawn criticism at times in the media over his limited defensive skills and work rate. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the main thing that caught my ear there was five foot seven. Five foot seven is too tall to be diminutive, surely, isn't it? No, five foot seven no, is very much okay. smack bang. I'd say probably at the upper end of diminutive, yeah. but anything under five eight, you're all right. Uh, I um, I'm completely at a loss. The free kick thing. Uh, that feels like that's the biggest clue but I can't like a sort of left footed versatile someone who's played on the right and the left hand off another striker I mean I for some reason I've got Julian Jaiji in my head but he didn't take three kicks did he I just can't see that can possibly be right this this is a nightmare Julian Jaiji absolutely not it's Juan Mata Charlie once again you have the ability the opportunity Charlie, once again, you have the opportunity to draw level with your third question of round four. Here is your Wikipedia subsection. Nicknamed Il Prefessore, Player X was well-rounded, hard-working and versatile, who was gifted with strength, pace, stamina and notable physical attributes which allowed him to play anywhere. Despite his physical, energetic and tenacious style of play, X was regarded as a correct player and was sent off only two times in his entire career. In addition to his success and footballing skills, X has also been praised for his longevity as a footballer. I know, again, like, I know this is wrong, but I've got Conte in my head. I'm going to go Antonio Conte. Relatively similar era, but no, it's Clarence Seydorf. So, yeah, I just thought Italian with Il Professore. Yeah, weird Seydorf. one. Weird one. Question four in round four. James, you maintain your 7-6 lead. Regarded by pundits as one of the best players ever in his position, Player X was a complete, powerful, tenacious and aggressive footballer with outstanding physical, athletic and technical attributes was also known for his grace on the pitch when in position of the ball. In 2007, the Times placed him at number 33 in their list of the 50 hardest footballers in history. <laughs> but, I mean... <laughs> I think that's a great... <laughs> yeah, just got to pluck that one out. Yeah, I just think it's very uh, precise and I love it. So, like, powerful, but clearly technically very good. Pre-2007, hard... Edgar Davids? So that's incorrect. Patrick Vieira is the answer. Anyway, um, here's your fourth question. A diminutive and technically gifted midfielder, Player X is typically deployed as a creative playmaker and sets the tempo of the match by controlling possession from the middle of the pitch. He's been widely applauded by many footballing pundits, managers and fellow players for his swift passing and long-range shots, both often in the style of the Trivella technique, as well as his composure and ability to evade tackles under pressure. His play style has earned him several nicknames as dubbed by the media and fandom, including the midfield maestro, the magician, the puppet master, among others. Oh, can't I just have that Vieira one from before? No. That, that'd make it a lot easier. A small central midfielder who keeps things ticking over. I've, just, I've got João Moutinho in my head. I'm going to go with him. Incorrect. The answer was Luka Modric. Yep, that would have been. Uh, he of the very More recent Trevella pass against Chelsea in the Champions League. Is that what a Traveller is? I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> well, that would have helped. Know football jargon. What are you doing here? <laughs> James remains 7-6 ahead. Do we go into the last pair of questions for round four? James, here's yours. Player X is well known for his rapid pace, with former Barcelona manager Pep Guardiola declaring that you would need a pistol to stop him. FIFA World Player of the Year winner Lionel Messi has described X as one of the most dangerous players I've ever played against. In addition to his speed, X also possesses good balance, movement and technique. I mean, speed is clearly the... The the rest of that stuff kind of feels like people are being polite and this guy's just quick. For that reason, I'm going to say Jesus Navas. Incorrect. Charlie, do you know this one? Is it Pedro? 
also incorrect the answer is Theo Walcott. <laughs> oh. Hmm, interesting. Charlie, for the last time. <laughs> for the fifth and final time. <laughs> Attritional stuff. Yeah. <laughs> really is. Fucking hell. It's just like, this is like, yeah, it's like a rugby score from the sort of early 90s. This is terrible. Um, Charlie, your final question of round four. Here it goes. A hard-working striker, he is known in particular for his reliable goal-scoring rate, size, physical strength, heading accuracy, powerful shot, ability to hold up the ball with his back to goal and link-up play, or create space for his teammates with his movement off the ball. He's also associated with making runs to the front post that outwit defenders. He has also been described by pundits as one of the most underrated strikers in the world. The near post run makes me think of Giroud, so I'll go with him, Olivier Giroud. Olivier Giroud is correct! Astonishingly, in this cat-and-mouse encounter, reigning champion Charlie Eccleshare has seven points. Nominated challenger James Moore has seven points. As we go into round five, which, as tradition dictates, is the football cliches round. Oh, yeah, this is tough. I will read out a dictionary definition of a word or phrase that is commonly accepted as a football cliche. Whoever shouts their name out first must give me the correct answer. If you give me an incorrect answer, the other person will have the freedom to guess. Are you clear? Five points on offer in this one. It's seven all. Let's go with this first one. Adjective, informal British, especially of a country or its leader, having or showing poor leadership or organisation. Informal British adjective, especially of a country or its leader, having or showing poor leadership or organisation. James. Ah, It's not beleaguered, is it? It's not beleaguered, no. Charlie. I've got disarray in my head, but it's not an adjective. No, Um, it's not, is it? A country or leader. Uh, Negligent? No. The answer you're after is tin pot. Ah, tin pot dictator. Mm. Tin pot dictator, indeed. Um, Score remains seven all as we go into question two of round five. Ready? Verb. Make a forcefully reproachful protest. Charlie, harangue? Incorrect. James Moore. Volley? But like no. you respond to it. Oh, God. No, I'm afraid not. The answer you're looking for was remonstrate. Charlie, you were close. God uh, damn. Harangue is so close to remonstrate. Harangue yeah. is, haranguing is worse than remonstrating, isn't it? Ooh, it's like the Football Clichés podcast, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> I'd be curious to read the, har- the harangue English... In- English uh... We're getting nearer and nearer to that corner flag, though, aren't we? I'm just like, I've just got my back to Charlie now. (laughs) Seven, seven it remains as we go to question three of round five. Noun. A simultaneous discharge of artillery or other guns in a battle. Charlie. Counterattack? No. James Moore. Rapid fire? No. That's what I originally thought as well. Very catchphrasey answer that was. Um, it's good, but it, well, it's not good, and it's also not one. The answer you were looking for was salvo. Uh, mm. Opening salvo. I'd have got that. I would have got that. Right. There are two questions left. The score remains seven all. This is tense, and we've done it all legit as well, which I'm really pleased with. Question four. Shout your name first if you know what this is. The primary legislation in 1714, which authorised local authorities to declare any group of 12 or more people to be unlawfully assembled and to disperse or face punitive action. Think of a synonym for primary legislation. (laughs) What would a group of 12 or more people be liable to do if they weren't properly controlled? Hundreds of... Charlie, riot. I'm not, I'm not going to accept that. James. I'm, 
Ah, oh, it can't. It can't be that. It can't be read the riot act, can it? The answer is read the riot act. I will accept the riot act, indeed. Really? Oh, that's... The riot act. That's what it is. is that a bit that's harsh. That. Elbows are out now. James Morley's eight seven with one question left. This is this, that's the price you pay for for guessing incorrectly, Charlie. I think I think that's fair to say. This won't be the thing that brings this quiz down. The final question: Will James seal it? Wheel away in celebration, or will Charlie take us to an as yet unspecified tiebreak? Question five in round five: Charlie's football cliche title up for grabs now. Noun: A designated area into which troops or supplies are dropped by parachute, or in which skydivers land. Say it again. Noun: A designated area. Into James which troops. Drop zone. Drop zone is correct. <laughs> Wow. Very good. Wow. Charlie ah. Eccleshare, seven. James Moore, nine. Nine. No controversy. No controversy. I did it. I'm not like Charlie. I'm not like Jack Pitbrook. I'm not like Oliver Kay. I did it the right way, other than that Lesko thing. <laughs> other than what I said about Jalen Lesko, which I now do regret now I've won. He's not a bad bloke. Fair play no. Wow. Charlie, do you feel wronged or was that fair game? Uh, I'm annoyed at myself for read the right act. That was slow of me, and and by saying that, I gave the answer away. Traditionally, um, very difficult round the football cliches round, which I'm really surprised by. Yeah, just, yeah. I think there's something out of context. You, it's kind of freezing. I'm also annoyed at Sinstad and Barton, but they're always going to be them, aren't they? <laughs> Fucking Sinstad. Anyway, um, Charlie. Uh, the pattern continues. No one can hold on to the football cliches quiz title. Sorry, it's for like that, that run it... in the Premier League, isn't it, where no one retained it for exactly. Ages. Well, it is. It's one thing to win it, and it's yeah. quite another. It's quite another to retain it. it. And retain it, you haven't. James Moore is the new football cliches quiz champion. Congratulations to you, James. Thanks, Adam. It's a real, it's a real pleasure and a privilege to win. And, and like I said, to do it the right way, genuinely. And, and I'm not, I'm not being like faux arrogant. I do genuinely think that makes it much better. But I didn't do it the wrong way. That's not how Jack tells it, but don't worry. Yeah, well, well played, I mean, there, yeah, there, was a, there was a wrong answer. That's to do with the quiz master. Well, let's not have a go. There wasn't Adam. any chicanery on my a- Adam has put on a fantastic quiz. Let's not, <laughs> let's not be firing shots at Adam. All right, let's... let's yeah. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Well played to you both. James, I hope you'll be back to defend your title at some point. Oh, yeah. Can I pick my opponent? Is that how it works? No, 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 I would absolutely not have picked you if that was how it worked. Uh, Who would you have picked? Can we do that? <laughs> Might be a bit hard. There's a potential for a rematch. We could have a rematch chapter of the Football Clichés uh, tapestry, but let's see how that goes. Well done, James. Sorry to you, Charlie, but you still, you presumably still got the intertotally to uh, the semi-final to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. No, well done, James. Deserved it. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks, everyone, for playing along. Let us know what your scores were. Hope you chose either the Charlie Root or the James Root. Let's see if you can beat James's score of 9 out of 25. Maybe, I think, are you going to go down as the, as the uh, Leicester City of the football cliches quiz? <laughs> you might what, beloved by all? Oh, no, just against the odds. More, um, more Man United in 96-97 yeah, with their good. measly 75 points. Good little bit of Premier League knowledge from you, but too late. Yeah, can um, I get the two points for that? Back? No, thanks to you both. Thanks for everyone listening. We'll see you Monday for the adjudication panel. Cheerio. Mossy. The Athletic.